This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking in the nation. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Welcome to the evening news on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up, Ghana is doing well. $600 million disbursement possible in November, says IMF boards. In other stories, Fisheries Ministry revokes license of 14 fishing vessels. Ghana warned of shortage of HIV antiretroviral drugs for patients. And Waik awaits release of funds for marking of WASI and BC this business sports and showbiz is coming in this evening's bulletin the news will be read by Awintemi Akansukum now the details Kristalina Jojiva the managing director of the International Monetary Fund IMF has expressed a positive outlook on Ghana's economy acknowledging a substantial improvement in the country's economic standing over the last month Ghana recently received a $3 billion IMF support package. The country is presently undergoing its inaugural program review with the review's conclusion scheduled for November. In an interview, Jojiva also discussed the progress made by Zambia and Ghana, both of which faced that default but are now making strides under their respective IMF programs. Additionally, she advised Tunisia that while immediate restructuring might not be necessary, it should take prompt measures to fortify its economy. The diva expressed her strong hope for the disbursement of a $600 million second tranche of IMF funds slated for November, underscoring its significance in fostering confidence in Ghana's economic stability. Now, moving to other stories, the Fisheries Ministry has revoked the licenses of some 14 vessels from operating in Ghana waters. The ministry says the 14 vessels breached the country's fishing laws. Deputy Fisheries and Aquaculture Minister Moses Enim says the move is best for the country. Ghana's fishing industry employs over 2.7 million people. In 2021, over $150 million was generated from fish exports, which is a 75% increase from the year 2020. However, according to the Environmental Justice Foundation, Ghana loses about $100 million annually to illegal, unregulated, and underreported fishing activities. The use of unapproved fishing gears, light fishing, dumping fish into the sea, fishing with explosives such as dynamite, and the transshipment of sea, popularly called psycho, are among the bad fishing practices grippling the fishing industry. European Union, Ghana's leading export destination, had on, had on several occasions issued various warnings to Ghana on illegal, unreported, and unregulated fishing. In 2013, Ghana received its first yellow card from the EU, but it was subsequently lifted after two years when the government passed new legislation and a clear fisheries management plan 
the Marine Fisheries Management Plan 2015 to 2019. However, that was short-lived with the EU arguing that although Ghana developed well-structured policies on illegal fishing in 2015, it has not been implemented or enforced allowing the situation to deteriorate this led to a second yellow card by the eu in 2021 a new marine fishing management plan has been developed for 2022 to 2026 to help ghana escape from the yellow card sanction now moving to some health ghana is experiencing a shortage of antiretroviral medications specifically the Abacavir um, regimen for persons living with HIV across the country. This is according to the Ghana Network of Persons Living with HIV, NAPPLUS Ghana, which claims their members are unable to access the essential drug at hospitals across the country. The regimen is one of the many regimens that heal HIV needs daily to attain viral suppression keep healthy and productive and in so doing enable the country reduce new HIV infections and end AIDS by 2013. In a statement drawing attention to the shortage, NAPLAS Ghana revealed that the antiretroviral medicines which had arrived in Ghana in July are being held at Ghana's harbor awaiting a tax waiver from the finance ministry. Due to the shortage of the Abacavil regimen for adults, some PLHIV are being put on Tenofovil regimen instead. Naplas Ghana warned that should the drugs continue to delay at the port, the disease would build up resistance to the antiretroviral medication and those at TLV would develop severe liver and kidney problems. It's added that some members have gone off their medications totally, and this can spell doom. Now, moving to some education this evening. The West Africa Examination Council, YA, says it is expecting the government to release some funds for the marking and release of results for this year's West Africa Senior School Certificate Examination, WASI, and the Basic Education Certificate Examination, BCE. Mr. John K. Copy, the head of public affairs, WAIC, told the media that the early release of the money would facilitate the process. He said the government had given WAIC 10.5 million cities to start with the BCE, adding that it, it is what we have used for the examination. Now that the examination is over, we expect the release of some money to be able to go through the marking process and the release of the results. Mr. Kabi said the council had met with the Minister of Education September 25 and he indicated that the ministry was aware that the money released to the council was going to be inadequate for the entire process so he had instructed the chief director to work together to release some funds for the process. Mr. Kapi said between Wednesday, October 4 to 7, 2023, the coordination with examiners would be over and marking would begin Monday, October 9, 2023. The head of public affairs said the council had in excess 22,000 examiners to pay. Mr. Kapi said the release of the results was dependent on the release of funds by the government. 
He said the council was looking at releasing the results of BCE in the last week of October 2023, adding that as soon as we are done with the swapping of the regions in respect of WASI, then Mackin would start. Now, moving to some business this evening. In its quest to cut rising energy costs for industries, the Association of Ghana Industries Energy Service Center, AGIESC, has launched a network to promote the use of renewable energy to reduce cost in energy usage within Ghana's industrial sector. The Energy Efficient Network, EEN, it will provide a platform for industries in Ghana to improve their energy efficiency, thereby reducing their energy costs and carbon emissions and enhancing their competitiveness within the African continental free trade area after framework. The network made up of 12 industries across various sectors, including plastics, steel, food, agribusiness, pharmaceutical and cosmetics, will run until December 2025. Each member company would be provided with technical support, including an ISO number, a comprehensive audit that will enable companies to assess their energy and CO2 savings potential, estimate the cost of the required investment, analyze the economic benefits of the measures, individual energy savings targets, and return on investment for each measure. Through the energy efficiency network, industries would enjoy reduced operational expenses, improved energy security, and a reduced carbon footprint, which would contribute to the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals (SDGs), particularly Goal 7, Affordable and Clean Energy; Goal 9, Industry, Innovation and Infrastructure; and Goal 13, a Climate Action. Now moving to some sports this evening, Ghana Football Association GFA President Keto Kweku says he and his team had to work overtime to revive football in Ghana. He said this in a speech delivered at the 2023 GFA elections held at the Global Dreams Hotel in Tamale, where he was voted as president for a second term. He ran unopposed following the disqualification of rival George Freire from running for the GFA presidential seat. Speaking after being declared GFA president for another four-year term, the football administrator uh, pointed out how bad things were when he took over as president and how much work was needed to get the sport back on track. Now moving to some showbiz this evening, Renowned preacher and general overseer of the International Central Gospel Church, ICGC, Dr. Mensah Otabel, is certainly not happy about the state of the National Theatre, describing it as severe malnourished due to poor maintenance culture. Speaking at this year's Experience Conference 2023 at the Maker's House Chapel Sunday, Dr. Otabel commended Dr. Michael Boedi Nyameche, the founder of Maker's House Chapel, for constructing state-of-the-art auditoriums. Dr. Mensah Otabel noted that while individuals like Dr. Boedi Nyameche built modern auditoriums which were popularly maintained, same couldn't be said of state facilities such as the National Theatre, insinuating that its present state is not one to be proud of. Dr. Mensah Otterbell comments 
has heightened discussions about the present condition of the National Theatre, which has been a home to many events in the country. A number of industry players, particularly playwrights, who use it as a venue for their shows, have been lamenting about the poor facilities and unavailability of key equipment to aid their production, topping the list. In December last year, playwright Kovina Ansa suffered the unfortunate incident of putting his play once upon a riddle on hold for many hours when the light went off in the middle of the show. Actor Fifi Coleman, spoken word artist, Oswald, among many others, continue to vent their frustrations, hoping for better days. And that's how we draw curtains on the evening's news on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your App Store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awin Temi Akansukumasi. Thanks so much for making time. Enjoy your weekend. This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rocking a nation.